0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Still Growing in Grace. It is good to be with you on this Wednesday morning, bright and early. And uh, it's getting darker and darker sooner and sooner in the morning. So it's like, hmm. And then once our clocks go back, because I think we're still doing that this year, uh, fall back is in like two weeks, which is nuts. Um, but yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, today is a special tribute day. This is part two of two, as we honor Paul Gray, who passed away a couple weeks ago. His uh, Celebration of Life funeral was on Saturday, and if you look below uh, in the links, uh, you'll see the link to the service, and all you got to do is fast forward to when the service starts, because I think there's like 40 minutes of intro and pictures, which is great, but um, but uh, for those that knew and loved Paul and valued their connection to him, uh, and were not able to participate in the celebration of life, the links there. So go go take a look at it. It was it was really good. Um, Kitsy, I will say, I, I thought I would hear a lot more. You were you were actually one of the shortest eulogists I've heard in a long time. <laughs> it was great though. It was really really neat. Loved the live music. Um, it seemed to me like a very authentic service that honored a guy who had a lot of love for a lot of people. So anyway, I hope, I hope that uh, uh, those of you that are able to go and go and take a look at that. Um, good morning to Mark. I see you there. Hey, Mark. And Mike uh, in Guelph. Hey, good to see you, buddy. Um, we're going to get rolling on this uh, uh, interview. So last week, I shared with you um, the first of two of the best interviews I've had with Paul Gray. And I'm probably on the best topic too. I, I just love it because we mutually loved this particular topic on God is light and such. So today, part two of it, uh, I'm watching live with you here. So comment away as you wish. Uh, I'll be interacting here and then I'll come back on at the very end once it's done. Um, I think it, I don't even know how long it is, but it might be about 40 minutes in somehow, something like that. But uh, again, Get ready. It's going to be really good content. Uh, let's just jump right in and enjoy. Here we go. All righty. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Still Growing Grace. Uh, special guest, Paul Gray, with me today. And uh, Paul, say hello to everybody. Good morning. How's everybody
1: across the world today? <laughs>
0: well, up north of you, uh, no, we're not looking down on you. Um, Up north here in Canada, I'm having my coffee. I used to call this Grounds and Grace uh, when I was doing it on GOMA every week, but now I'm doing it on the Global Online Ministry Alliance, but uh, uh, going to this Still Growing in Grace. The reason we call this Still Growing in Grace is because we're still growing in grace. We are, aren't we? Well, unfortunately, I've... There are times where I thought, ah, I've arrived. This is like amazing. I've got the answer. Everybody needs to hear this answer. I've got it right. You're all wrong. And I didn't mean it in a, I'm right, you're wrong. But I kind of believed it deep down that my lens of grace was so right, uh, compared to how wrong other people's was that, man, I could do this the rest of my life. And then... There was more grace.
1: <laughs> There's so, always more grace.
0: Oh my goodness. So if you're watching, could you please uh, chime in and say hello? If you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, uh, if you're not seeing the other comments, it's because uh, we're uh, sharing this on four different Facebook pages, two YouTube channels and Twitch. So if you're on mm-hmm. Twitch, it's Mike, the minister guy. That's my handle there. So last week we were beginning to talk about light and uh Um, What did you take away from last week, Paul, that kind of was fun for you? Um, Because you got some stuff. You see things differently than I do. So this is a really fun conversation. What do you remember best?
1: Well, I just uh, every day am uh, growing in grace. And that, uh, for me, a big part of that is just seeing that God is not only pure light, but there's no darkness at all in God. And <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, every every possible thing we could think about uh, with God, but, uh, character, his thoughts, his attitude, his actions, um, they're, they're all pure light with no trace of darkness. So anytime we see a trace of darkness in any possible thing in our concept with God... It's not real. It's not real. No, we're... we're we're, we're reverting back to Adam's concept of a, of a dark, angry, religious, small hmm. G God. Yeah. And uh, that's where everybody was uh, until Jesus came. And unfortunately, today, many of us still have uh, little pockets, little things embedded in our mind that, oh, yeah, God's grace, God's good, God's love, God loves me. And, but there'll be that one little thing that'll come up that's dark. I mean, there's no other way to explain it. Sure. We've tried. We've tried to explain those things away with mm-hmm. religion and by saying, "Well, you know, God's ways are are higher than <clears> ours, <throat> and so uh, even though that's dark, it must be light." Well, I'm <laughs> done with those days. <laughs> I'm done trying to explain away that kind of stuff because so, it's, well, it's well, not here's right. here's a
0: question or a comment. Do, have you noticed that? Uh, let's use light and darkness for example. Um, before we had. Uh, a measure of understanding like we're, like we're engaging in now. Um, when we saw the word dark or light in Scripture, we had a uh, definition for it. That is what it means. Therefore, everything else is wrong. And every time I read the word light or darkness, I'm reading it with one definition. Maybe there are more ways to perceive what they mean in Scripture and which, which covenant is being written in. Sure. Um what is light what is darkness right yeah. like yeah you have to realize there's more ways to read it than what you were taught
1: yeah, absolutely and, and what i was taught and unfortunately taught and i would guess you were too is that the god is light means that he's like anti, antiseptically pure uh, no, no trace of ever lying or ever having a bad thought or uh-huh. anything like that. Therefore, because he's light, he can't stand to be around darkness. Yeah. Uh, and well, hey, we grew up with that. That's an incorrect. Yeah, that's an incorrect lens. It's totally well, yeah, incorrect. yeah, because because they
0: would compare sin to darkness. So if you yeah. sin, God can't be near sin. Even that's right. wrong. Right. Exactly. I think Jesus kind of uh, dispelled that, didn't he? Oh, he did. But nobody (laughs) read that part or they skimmed (laughs) over or we don't read scripture slow enough to catch some of the profound meanings that are staring at us. Like I I remember when uh, somebody pointed out to me, um, Peter, uh, having this revelation of the food on, you know, coming down the dream, this blanket of food coming down. No, I'm not going to eat it, Lord. Three times he still says no. Who says no to God? Like good grief. And the, what I did not catch later, and it had to be pointed out, and I had to read it extra slow. God has taught me to know, call no man unclean or unholy. And then I had, well, yeah, okay. No, read it slower. Holy smokes. <laughs> what? Yeah, <laughs> Like that was just yeah. one aha that was so big. Yeah, you know, it's this light and darkness thing. We 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 love dualism, we love us versus them. We're in, they're not, so therefore, you know, oh my goodness, the the gospel is is Jesus arrived. The gospel is Jesus has reconciled the world. That is the
1: gospel, yeah, not he can if you, yeah, (laughs) that's all right. It's not a potential. Uh, Mm -hmm. not a potential uh, gospel, you know, and, you know, the word dualism, I I mean, we could, we could talk for the rest of our life on that and probably not really grasp it, but uh, this concept of light, pure light with no trace of darkness. Well, that, that to me points out uh, the opposite of dualism. Mm. If there is, if God is pure light with no trace of darkness that's only (laughs) one thing that's not two things there's no dualism there Mm -hmm. it's pure light with no trace of darkness
0: yep well it it goes back to the two trees in the garden that's where the dualism began you know you got the tree of life light Mm -hmm. and you have the tree of right and wrong i'm right you're wrong separation dualism yeah. all of that's there you know we usually in the religious world we tell people if you're eating from the tree that tree then you need to switch from eating bad the bad to the good well
1: no you don't switch branches you switch trees yeah <laughs> you good, know good defined by who correct yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah. yeah that's the whole hey, thing did, do you
0: remember if last week we talked about Isaiah 50 we didn't okay think. good I'm going to share a screen with you because this was cool this is just on uh, Bible Gateway um, Isaiah 50 verse 10 new living translation says, who among you fears the Lord and obeys a servant. If you are walking in darkness without a ray of light, trust in the Lord and rely on your God. The passion translation says it for who among of you, who among you has true fear and reverence of Yahweh. Who of you listens to the voice of a servant? Are any of you groping in the dark without light? Let him trust in the faithful name of Yahweh and rely on his God. This is Old Testament. Now, this is God being light. I know. That was cool. Whoever told me this one this week, I quickly bookmarked it. I'm using it on on
1: Wednesday with Paul. (laughs) Okay, Give us that reference again, would you? Yeah, it it is uh,
0: Isaiah 50, verse 10. Yeah. So on Bible Gateway, I'm allowed to look at five translations side by side, and I love that parallel. Hey, hello to Brenda Wagner, and Brendan John, and Corey from Moncton, New Brunswick, Atlantic, Canada, and Robert from Windsor. Yay! Good. Good to see you guys.
1: What's the weather like in Canada
0: today? Uh, rainy, yucky, and hopefully the sun will come out Temperature. Soon. I don't know. We we use real temperature. You guys got this weird F thing, you know, Fahrenheit or something. (laughs) And I don't know what the comparison is. So Mm. who knows? I'll I'll tell you in a second. It's, uh, we don't have snow. 12 degrees Celsius. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. Uh, I have to switch it. See Fahrenheit, Fahrenheit to Celsius. Here we go. (laughs) Uh, 12. Here we go. It is 53
1: Mm. Sunny in ninety one in Kansas.
0: We wish we were in <laughs> Kansas. <laughs> Stormy. Hello. Good morning. Are we sure this isn't the ed times? Yes. We talked about that a couple weeks ago. Oh my goodness, that's funny. This we are looking forward to the kingdom come, and we're looking forward to the light that has come and reveals and exposes. Uh, darkness isn't actually a thing, right, Paul? Light is. Right. But darkness. People say, well, it's the absence of light. Yeah, but you can't touch it.
1: Yeah. It, it isn't a thing. <laughs> it, it's only, well, it's not a thing. It only exists in our minds. Yep. And, uh, and it doesn't have to exist there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember, was it, maybe you can help me with this. Cause I'm not,
0: I'm not one of those guys that can pull up Bible verses and where stuff is really fast. Like some scholars, I'm just not wired. I, I don't have Google built in. Um, but there's a text where I believe Jesus or Paul was talking about while living, they're dead while st- well, or dead while still living. Do you remember the, anything like that in the New Testament that talks about that? Does that ring a bell?
1: Yeah, Paul's. Uh, it's in uh, Titus, and he's talking about uh, w- uh, a particular woman uh, who's uh, she's alive, but yet she's dead. Uh, because, of, uh, because of her actions and her lifestyle and stuff. At least that's what comes to mind.
0: I think you're right. Because that to me, that's, it's a picture, a parable of light and, light and dark. That you can still be alive and be dead in your head. And darkness is in, in your mind. Because I know when I first learned identity, one of the biggest revelations for me, which I thought was great, and now I'm questioning some of it, um, is when we're told when Adam and Eve ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, they died. Well, I was automatically told, well, their body didn't die. So what died? It had to have been their spirit. Well, then you begin to explore spirit. What is spirit? Spirit can't die. Our spirit's fused with oneness. We have the life of God. So so if that's not possible, which it isn't, we are eternal beings. Uh-oh, did I lose you? Oh, I think you're in, his internet went, hopefully he can come back in. Um, so the spirit didn't die and I'll have to bring this back up to Paul when he comes back in. Um, he's, he's probably has his, uh, I think his grandson's doing school in the house and using a lot of bandwidth. So not everybody has the super high speeds available to them. Oh, he's from Kansas. That's right. All right. Let's see if we can get Paul back in here. Um, Hopefully his computer just didn't die again. If it did, we got to get that boy a new computer. (laughs) All right, Linda, good morning. Uh, Linda, where are you from? Linda Strauss, I see you on Facebook. And Brenda says it's sunny in Kitchener. Good. Well, it's cloudy here in Elmira. Um, Yeah, very good. This is fun. I love love being able to see comments all in the same place from everyone. Let's see if we can get Paul back in here. He's either rebooting his computer. Let me go back to what I was sharing earlier. Um, Adam and Eve uh, had the life of God breathed into them in a profound way. Um, And when they ate from that tree of the knowledge of good and evil, they died in their minds. Nowhere in Scripture does it say their spirit died. So if you've been taught, as I have been, that their spirit died and they're now dead, that's not even that possible that these shells can walk around without life apart from God. God is the source of all life and light. Remember Jesus said, if the light that is in you, if that light is darkness to you, as in you don't believe it, oh my goodness, how great is that darkness? How debilitating is that darkness? (laughs) That's just crazy. i Oh, this this topic of light is huge. Uh, good morning, Frida. Um, here we go. Paul, Paul's back in. Okay, here we go. Come on back in, Paul. There we go. There we go, Paul. How you doing, buddy?
1: Good. It, it's so warm in Kansas, my computer overheated. Is it an overheat? I don't know what. It just died.
0: Okay. All right. I'll, I have some ideas afterwards. I'll, I'll talk to you about that afterwards. Okay. All right, Bernice from New Brunswick is saying hello. Good morning. Uh, Linda is from Coon Rapids, Minnesota, which is really cool. That's uh, a good distance away. And uh, I don't know where Frida is from, so we'll, hopefully we'll, we'll hear Freda. I don't know how to say that, but we got some people watching from
1: different places. Hey, My, so, I, go ahead. my computer's starting to flicker. I'm going to go to a, a different computer. And log sure. back in. It just take me about a minute.
0: Take your time. I'll babble on. Say hello to folks, okay. and and we'll go from there. No problem. All right. <laughs> all right. So let's go back to this uh, one text from Isaiah. In fact, let me let me show you something else that's really cool. I'm going to share with you a verse from uh, Colossians one, which is really really cool. This is a reminder that all things have been created by God, because it's easy to forget. Um, what holds us together this includes adam and eve um let's take a look at this here we go he jesus is the image of the invisible god the firstborn of all creation for by him all things were created not some all things in heaven and on earth visible and invisible whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authority all Things have been created through him and for him. And here's the best part. He is before all things, and in him, all things hold together. That's Colossians 1, 15 to 17. All right, I got to bring Paul in here. Okay. Paul, let's get you back in here. Good morning. Here he comes. Hey, Paul.
1: Hey, so that's sorry. a different
0: location that's
1: awesome yeah it was six feet away but uh <laughs> you, you can see my light shade over uh, to the side i'm i'm not as well lit but don't um, worry about it you're I here i don't think this computer will uh, shut die
0: yeah yeah so, sorry. <laughs> so I just finished reading, Paul, uh, Colossians 1, 15 to 17, where it says for by him, all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and visible thrones or dominions, rulers, authorities, all things have been created through him, for him. And he is before all things. And here's the best line in him. All things hold together. Like this mm-hmm. is a huge verse when it comes to exploring light and dark. Because we perceive there's still this weird concept that darkness means absence of God. Yeah. And it can't. can't. People even say hell means absence from God. Well, that's impossible. Because if the hell you're thinking of is created by God, he's there too, holding it together.
1: Yeah. And how can can he be omnipresent? (laughs) And not be omnipresent. <laughs> well and, and well we've been
0: talking about there's one life one light
1: yeah
0: it is the light of christ he is the light of all people and yeah. then he calls us light yeah the right? light of the
1: world yeah
0: i know what does that mean how have you perceived that one because there's got to be a practical application to us being light
1: yeah i i uh, th- th- it's a great question and I, you can see light when you look at people through the eyes of Christ. I mean, you, you can um, you can see somebody that may have uh, never opened a Bible, never set foot in church, except maybe for a wedding or a funeral. Uh, mm-hmm. Somebody who claims to have no spiritual interest at all, uh, but you can see them with something that they're. Uh, really interested in, with maybe art, maybe it's music, uh, maybe it's history or whatever. And it's like it's like their lot, li- their eyes light up, and they, you know, they're they're interested and they're excited in something, or um, you know, in in relationships. You take a person like I just described. Uh, take a mom like I just described. She has her, a baby, first baby, you know. I mean, it just uh, her countenance lights up that's assuming that of course that we're in our right mind the countless (laughs) lines of same same thing you know with the dead and so um the light is there and uh we can we can see it now if if we choose not to if we focus on the fact well yeah there's you know they're just pagans and that they don't know god and they don't have a clue and they're going to hell and all that we're not going to see the light but the light is there uh it's uh it's it's, it's not yet, uh, the people don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. So, and, and that's part of, 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 our job is to draw that out of them. I, I have a good friend here, uh, in Lawrence, who is, he's just wonderful at that. He, he will, he knows a lot of people in town. He's been in business a long time. People know who he is and he'll be out and about at a restaurant or whatever. And he'll see somebody and somebody will come up and talk and say, Hey, I, you know, my, Uncle used to work for you a long time ago, whatever stuff like that. And I mean, he just exudes light and he will say to them, boy, it's good to see you. I, I, you look so bright today. I just see the brightness in your eyes. And uh, and almost always they'll, they'll go, well, what are you talking about? And he has a way he can say, well, that's God in you. You you may not know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may not be aware of it, but he's there. And anytime you... Enjoy something, and you feel good about something, or there's something that, that you really like. You know, that's God in you, and mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm not using His words exactly, but I think uh, He's a good example to me of us being light, uh, seeing light, yep. light. You know, uh, light attracts light, uh, and uh, it, it, it's like a magnet. We're able to we're able to bring it out to people if we have eyes to see and ears to hear. <laughs>
0: Well, here's, here's a John one, nine. This is, you'll love this. I think you know this some by heart it says the one who is the true light, who gives light to everyone was coming into the world. And then new American standard Bible says there was the true light or, uh, or which enlightens every person coming into the world, coming into the world, enlightens every man. And then the mirror, I love this. A new day for humanity has come. The authentic light of life that illuminates everyone was about to dawn in the world. Yeah. Like this is, this is like huge revelation of, of good goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like this one source. And I think Matthew, in Matthew and Mark, um, Jesus said, if the light that is in you, if that light is darkness, oh my goodness, how great is that darkness? Yeah. It's the unawareness
1: yeah I had a uh, something that the Lord showed me last week and I, I can't uh, I can't quote the, um, the reference right now, but uh, it, it, it may be right where you were talking about what what light a person thinks they have will be taken away from them, I, the Lord showed me a different meaning to that than I've ever thought before. Mm. If, if we the, the beliefs that we have, that we're so set on that we, that we think are light. For example, j- just believing that uh, God's keeping a list of wrongs. <laughs> like that Santa he, Claus. He, yeah. <laughs> but having that belief, thinking that that is uh, true. In other words, that that's our light. That's our understanding. What light we have, if we, if we don't listen with our heart, the scripture there says, um, now, actually, I think it i think it was the, the parable of the uh, seeds in the, in the sower uh, and uh, listening with our heart. If we, if we don't listen with our heart, what light we think we have will be taken away from us. Well, th- the Lord showed me what that means is the dark thoughts that we have or the incorrect thoughts that we have that we think are right, that's those incorrect thoughts, he's going to take those away from us and all that's going to be left is light. And that's going to, it may be in this lifetime. It may be in the next lifetime, but that taking away what we thought is a good thing. He's, he's, he's taking, there's a grace lens we can put on this. Yeah. He's taking away. He's, he's, uh, it's, it's not a punishment. It may, it may feel, um, it may, you know, it may be like pulling teeth to get it at him. And we may fight, you know, our minds fight to hold on to that. But that's that's good news. That is a grace thing. He's going to, he's going to take it away from us uh, however long it takes. And he's going to do it gently. And he's going to do it without reproach, without condemnation. Uh, he, he's just going to do that. So why not? relax and open our hands and open our heart and say, all right, God, I, am going to hold everything that I thought was true about you loosely and show me what's, if I have things that are right, then show me those. If they're wrong, just show me and I'll let those go. So that, you know, it, it, it's having an open heart uh, when, when we hear the word of God.
0: mm mm-hmm. I uh, I was having a conversation with somebody this past week, uh, uh, again, about light. And uh, I was taking a look at the story of creation that we have recorded in the book of Genesis, uh, however it was written. Um, We had the sun and the moon created a few days after God said, let there be light. So what was the light? Well... It's much more than what our eyes can perceive. We, we can only physically see certain things, right? Yeah. And uh, uh, the sun and the moon, well, the moon is clearly not light, but the sun is only a source of it. And so what was the light that was created at the beginning? Ultraviolet, call it whatever, the gamma rays, who knows? So light is much deeper and wider and bigger than we think. And to think that we know what it means is pretty arrogant, you know? I, uh, I, I loved when God breathed into adam breathed his life and if he's if god is light and he breathed his life and light into adam what could it have looked like well i told you about this before we started the show Uh, i want to show you guys a video of something uh, that is mind-boggling mind-blowing and that has to do with uh, a sperm uh hitting an egg and what happens when the one sperm penetrates? It literally sparks um, a flash of light. There is light at conception. You're born with light. You're conceived with light. Like, what is going on? Can I show that video to you, Paul? Is that all right? Please do. Please all right. Do. So let's, let's get this video going because this is this is bizarre. Okay. Watch carefully. It's about 40 seconds long. What did you think of that? <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, it's like okay, there's more light going on than we know. This is not just a light uh, pun intended, a fluffy subject. This is this is deep.
1: It it is and it's you know it's it's there's so many things uh, on this journey for me that's been 10 11 years now that uh that I see uh in scripture, and that I see in people, and I, that I see in life, that I, uh, I just didn't have eyes to see or ears to hear before. One of them is the word light, in, um, you know, in scripture. You know, grace is the same way. Love, yeah. is the same yeah, yeah. Uh, we, I memorized a lot of scripture, and that, that was just the tradition that I was in. And, Me uh, too. Yeah. yeah and I, I got the be, pencil
0: sharpeners when I won in Sunday school.
1: Oh wow! Yeah, good for you. Uh, I don't think I got anything. The, the back of the hand when I uh, oh. <laughs> when, when I would miss uh, a word. I'm no, just kidding. But um, those it's the light. I I, I don't know. Uh, you know, I I wish I could give people a formula and say, okay, if you do this and do that, then man, you're going to see them. You're going to grasp it.
0: Well, we had the formula before.
1: Yeah, and we and thought you know, we had the answer, and yeah, yeah. So it 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 I, it just boils down to uh, being willing to let to just be with God and with the Holy Spirit of Christ in this. Of course, the whole Trinity is in this, and just being willing to say, "Show me whatever you want to show me." And I'll, I'll I'm willing to let go of whatever I've held. So closely and so dearly, and uh, at least to me, that that's the the best I can do from a human standpoint to say, how how do we how do we what do we do to bring this about? And and maybe that's even not a good exclamation. That's just all I got for right now. Mm -hmm. Well, i
0: i uh, I was initially woken up to what light means through um, Bruce Walkup from Paracaresis, Australia. And as he was teaching, he was, I'm going to see if I have it here. Um, he talks about the light shining through darkness. Um, here we go. Yep. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it on PowerPoint. One sec. Pop that up. But this, this woke me up. So in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And he was in the beginning, and... Uh, with God, all things came into being through him. And apart from him, nothing came into being that has come into being. In him was life, and life, here it is, was the light of men, okay? His life was the light of men. We all have it. (laughs) Like this is, you cannot forget that. Here it is. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness does not comprehend it. That, that is huge. It can't be comprehended. Do you understand that? Like this is, the, those who do not see Christ as real or God as real, his light still shines in. And the word, the word that Bruce used, he said that word in is like through. It's like me using a laser pointer, and I pointed at my screen when I'm teaching. The light isn't shining through the screen. It's shining on. Okay, it's very different but here in this text in john 1 verse 5 it shines through and this was the first time that i woke up to the reality that god's life and light because i had a hard time with god's life being in everyone because that sounds like a strange form of universalism that leaves no choice and whatever like that, that really shot me that way but when i saw the light shining through the darkness It was the first time that I perceived that God's presence could be in all things and in all people, whether they knew it or not. Because for them, they're in darkness. They think they are, but the light still shines through. Its presence is still there, which brought me to the words of Jesus. If the light that's in you is darkness to you, how great is that darkness? This is the first time. This was the bridge of, wow, there's a way to perceive this. And not have to get shoved into a little box of what it could mean.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, I love those uh, aha moments. Those, those. Oh yeah. Well, that light bulb comes on. Yeah, you know? I know.
0: Yeah. Well, that that one, this this particular verse, the way he explained it, was the first time that I could see. Oh my goodness! I'm. Why didn't I see this before? What walls in front of me pre- preventing me from seeing this? And then I realized uh, there wasn't a wall in front of me. I was in a Western thinking way of thinking wall. I was in it. I had no idea. It's like fish being in the water. You ask the fish, how's the water? The fish says, what do you mean water? (laughs) It doesn't know it. I was in the wall of theological teaching. I had no other concept. And suddenly, boom, the walls literally fall off from the sides like, it crumbles and I'm suddenly left with this vast universe I'm staring at in the sky. It's like looking up the stars in the middle of the night on a really perfect night. You can see everything. How am I going to explain this? There's so many particles here to, to, to explore. The mystery just got bigger.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. I I want to go back to a a thought that I didn't uh, uh, share very well before when I was uh, and the trouble with my computer there, but back to the, the parable of the, uh, of the seed. Uh, when Jesus explained that to the disciples, he said, you know, give us the, the meaning of this. He, he said, the seed is the word of God. Um, and the, the word there is logos. Not Bible? <laughs> and so the seed is Jesus' words, Jesus is in us, whether we know it or not. It's his spoken word to us. We, we may hear it audible or an impression mm-hmm. or, or, or whatever. But the seed that falls on, on fertile ground is seed that falls into our, our hearts, which is different than our minds. It's, it, it's seed that it's Jesus speaking inside of us, mm-hmm. and we respond to that. Now he does he's in everyone and he calling he talking call the Holy Spirit of Christ, however you want to look at it, he's speaking light to every single person on mm. the face of the earth. Um, our, and he's speaking that to our heart, to our spirit. And our mind has to get out of the way to hear that. But that light is there, and it's it's always there. It's I believe it's He's always speaking to us. He's always communicating to us, and um, it—it's—he's speaking to our heart, to our spirit, who is one with—I don't know. I—I I don't think I'm explaining this very well. But, no, I hear it. You know, I'm not on Babylon
0: anymore. <laughs> You're not babbling. This is this is way too important. I—I I have a hunch that, the, because the light is in us and we're not. We're not able to, well, you and I have, have been woken up to an awareness of it, you know, but now we have to look uh, through the eyes of Christ. How is Christ seeing everyone else? Is, is, is yeah. Christ seeing his light in others? Like you were saying, light attracts light, right? Yeah. yeah. Or, or vib- certain vibrations attract uh, like vibrations, yeah. Um, we talked about that with the guitars, and you pluck a, yeah. a, a string, it'll resonate the, on the, uh, another guitar in the room, the same string. Yeah. yeah
1: this so,
0: this is all connected. It's all yeah. part of the same thing. So, as I'm walking around now, and instead of me as a, a Christian who thinks he has to win the world to Christ, I see everyone is lost, okay? Therefore, my job is to win them for Christ. So, I got to preach the gospel, get them to say a prayer. But if I now see what I'm seeing, that the light of Christ is already in all humanity, then I go searching for light. I speak to the light. Like when I do funerals for for families, whether they're believers or not, I speak to the light in each person. I speak hope and encouragement. Let the Holy Spirit do the work. He can get our attention.
1: Yeah.
0: Like how many parents do you and I know that have come to us and, begged us to pray for their kid who's not walking with the Lord, whatever that means. Like it's, a, I understand the Christian world, what that means, but what does that mean? Really? Like it's, it's a label we've created to uh, measure in or out. Yeah. yeah. Well, there is
1: no in or out there's in. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, that's exactly right. And, and uh, seeing Seeing people as Christ does, uh, seeing them through the eyes of Christ or through the mind of Christ, I, uh, our our old friend uh, Ralph 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 can't think Harris his, uh, Ralph Harris uh In in his uh, first book, he he talks about uh, when he's with people, asking God in him. To reveal to him what God wants him to know about that other person. And sometimes, uh, you know, Ralph said he would reveal doing that, Well, this person's a cutter. Uh, this, this young girl that I'm talking to, who's got long sleeve uh, shirts on, she's a cutter. So uh, just, and then God would, would show him or give him the opportunity to gently say to her, Are you a cutter? And there's no way he could have known. That. Absolutely. So that's, that's the thing that always sticks in my mind. So I, I, have been, uh, I've been doing that for a long time. now. I don't always remember to do it, but it's, it's my intention. When I'm with somebody just to say, Jesus, show me what you want me to know about this Mm -hmm. person. And I think what he shows me, I can describe that as light revealing this, what's going on in that situation with that person. And the light may, may, reveal darkness, if you will, may reveal, okay, this person's bothered by that, they're worried by that, they, they may have their church face on, they may have their Sunday-go-to-meeting clothes on, and they may be going, praise the Lord, brother, God is good all the time. Or they, and,
0: or they mimic their evangelism course they were trained in. Exactly.
1: And inside, they may, they may just be eaten up with fear or depression or worry or angst or doubts or whatever, uh, now, we have no way of knowing that, but Christ does, and he's in us, and he's in them. So, uh, to, to me, a, a big part of light is letting Christ, the light in us, who is the light in them, reveal to us mm. what's going on there. And, and I think that's the light shines in the darkness. Uh, so, I think that's what does that
0: require of you then? for that to happen, Uh, I'm assuming a pause, not running ahead, not, not going, Oh, I got, here's my list. Here's the four steps I got to walk this person through. I hear you say, yeah, we need to learn to slow down more and listen for the pause of the spirit of Christ in us. Yeah.
1: And listen, that that's exactly right. And and my, uh, my fallback position is always to think, uh, you know, what am I going to say next? How am I going to uh, correct what they're saying? How am I going to turn yeah. a conversation to make me look good? Or <laughs> what name can I drop here? Uh, oh, by the way, did you know, I'm friends with Mike Sinker, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, <laughs> You're to <wanna> lose people. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's, it's really pausing is, uh, it's a great term. And it's, you know, it's like, it's like one, one year open to what Christ in us is saying and you know, it's not like we stick our head in the sand and wait till we hear something and are oblivious to what's going on in there. But it, but it's a, it's a spiritual pause, if you, if you will, and um, that I guess that's uh, a require. I don't know. I don't like the word requirement, but uh, you know, I, well here, the benefit. I, I, yeah, the benefit. What God requires. I mean, God, God requires. All sorts of things. Repentance, changing our mind, all these things. But what he requires, he provides. Bingo. He always provides. And in advance, he's provided everything in advance for us. So uh, he, when he requires us to listen, to be able to hear what's going on in somebody else, he provides the answer and he, he provides you know, if if, if we're open, he, he'll just say, Paul, listen here. I, I'm thinking of Baxter Kruger. You know, Baxter has different stories. We will say, you'll see this ticker tape going across his yep. mind. God saying, this is important. Baxter, pay attention. You know, um, and, and that's what, that's what, the, I don't, I don't see the ticker tape, but, but I, you know, I hear or I see or I feel God saying, this, Paul, this is important. Listen, listen to what I got to say here. And it's so, always something that I couldn't see on
0: my own. What would you say to somebody who is struggling to hear that voice? Because I, I constantly, I got people asking, how can I know the will of God? What if I miss the will of God? What if I can't hear his voice? What if my, I pray for my kid who can't hear God? What do we say to them? Because there is some encouragement here. Mm-hmm. What have you said in the past? Because I know what I've said. I'll share that one in a second. But
1: Well... I'd like to have i'd like to be able to give you a, a you know a one sentence uh, uh, answer to that I, it, it you know it varies by the situation by by the person and mm-hmm. all of that um i i just i try to get across to them god is in you mm. and god is communicating to you all the time um and he—he's not playing hide and go seek with you. Bingo. He, he wants you to hear him. Um, the for me, what made the difference in being able to hear him was was having the mindset of being willing to say, "Speak to me. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm willing to listen. And set aside what I've." the preconceived ideas that I've had before, because if I, if I go to God and say, well, well, God, show me what, show me, how show me what to do in this situation with my relationship with my wife, but I'm only willing to hear one answer. <laughs> my side that's, uh, you know, change her
0: Lord change her. <laughs> yeah. If that's,
1: if that's all I'm willing to hear. Uh, I'm not going to hear anything else. That's right. <laughs> so if we if we think, well, God, you know, God, I want God to help me with my situation with my life, but I just don't hear anything. Well, to me, that's why. So it, it's. Uh, I wish I could just say, well, it's easy just to flip a switch like that. Um, it, it's just me, it's being willing to. I think that's what obedience is. For so long, I thought obedience was something else. Obedience is. Being willing to take what I hear from God and believe that, and then act on it, mm-hmm. uh, rather than saying, "Well, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna believe it and act on it if I think it's in my best interest." Mm-hmm. Does that make sense?
0: Yes, it does. Uh, I think obedience has become a Christian swear word that uh, the church likes to avoid. Um, because they only like convenient obedience. And that means that that throws in a dualistic mindset that there is a inconvenient uh, obedience that is that pictures of God really making us do stuff we don't want to do. And it's a false concept of God again, yeah. you know, like you've you've been talking about the light of God in you. Um, but I've been telling parents and those asking, you know, I want to know the will of God. I want to hear it. I don't want to miss it. I keep saying God's big enough to get your attention. Yes or no? Well, yeah. Okay. Then rest until he reveals it. It's like your mind being a, um, a huge gymnasium, let's say a stage, a theater stage. It's even better. Let's say your brain in your mind is a theater stage. Um, it's dark, but God's trying to get you to see something. So he's puts a spotlight on that section of the, of the theater that he wants you to see. You know, well, I don't like that. Well, that's the light he's trying to show you. The, the light's there, you know, yeah. and he's big enough to get your attention. And if you're not quite ready, he knows that too.
1: Yeah, he's infinitely patient. Um, yeah, there's just, there's not a, as much as we would like to, there's not a, a one-size-fits-all way to uh, help somebody hear from God. I agree. Uh, we're we're
0: hearing we can go for a walk and hear him
1: we see him of course you go in a
0: boat kayaking canoeing you see god in all things there's i just saw somebody uh, put it post a meme it's a common meme you know religion is somebody at church thinking about fishing relationship is a fisherman fishing thinking about god you know and i thought that's good Yeah, yeah because there there isn't a legalism that says you have to and until we extract or until we let go of or dissolve, God dissolves uh, some false concepts we have about him in our mind, which is called darkness. As he dispels those little bits of fake news <laughs> and he reveals and puts in better news, truth, um, we just got to wait until that happens, you know?
1: We need a work. rush. I, I love to, I used to make this a formula and judge people if they didn't do it. I don't do that anymore. But what I what I love to do myself is to get up early in the morning and go outside. Uh, I go out on our, our back patio and we get a pretty large backyard. And we, my wife's doing a wonderful job of landscaping with uh, all kinds of different plants and trees and bushes and things like that. And so I'm out there uh, early in the morning and uh, I'm, I'm making it, I'm making it, uh, focused intention on uh, a good part of that time, just being still and listening and observing. And uh, this has happened more than once, but one time recently, uh, you know, I, I was concerned about finances. So, mm. you know, I, I'm No, you're not finance. concerned about that. So I'm out there and I'm trying to, I'm trying to not think about that, you know? And um, so I'm out there and, and I, see we got several rabbits that live uh, in the rocks in our backyard and this rabbit comes out and not very far away from me just literally a few feet from me and comes up to uh, so i'm sitting there perfectly still comes up to one of our flowers and starts eating well my, my first uh my first reaction was to jump up and say get out of here don't eat our flowers you know but you know I, I just resisted that and i i just i felt the lord saying i mean this is this is so simple uh i just felt the lord saying oh you see that rabbit uh, yeah i see it Lord. i'm in that rabbit. hmm okay the rabbit's hungry uh, not provided the well. he didn't have to work for it he just woke up in the morning. He was hungry. He came to make the wow. I kind of, of providing for you. Yeah, rabbit soup. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I just blindsided you. <laughs> Every hunter's thinking the same thing. Come on, I'm not a. <laughs> <all right. laughs>
1: <laughs> Let me think of another uh, example. <laughs> Let me give you the butterfly one. <laughs> that's so awesome.
0: But I, I like the idea of, and I, I've had some very similar uh, moments of God right. saying, "I'm in that, in that worm that's crawling across the sidewalk. Don't squish it." Yeah. What? Something so simple. Come on. Yeah. But it was for me, not for a general world truth. Right. Right, which is different because now we, we we take that and project it on everything else in the world, and who we don't want to hurt a thing. Like yeah. we have to realize that God is trying to reveal Himself in us. Um, Mike Craig just asked a question. So then, what is sin? Maybe anything we use to try and block that light. Has somebody asked you about that, Paul?
1: Yeah, I've, I've uh, I can I can tell you what I think sin is. It, most of us who've had any religious experience. Uh, know that uh, the Greek word for "sand" is hamartia, uh which means missing the mark, falling falling short. It's like a, an archer shooting, you know, falling short of the bullseye, missing I, the rabbit. Yeah. What What we have, well, we've been we've incorrectly believed that the bullseye is um, moral perfection. Mm. The bullseye. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. The bullseye is God is pure light with no trace of darkness. Mm. Anytime we fall short of comprehending light, anytime we fall short, that's what harmartia is. Mm. We translated it with the English word sin. And we've uh, got over there and in religious circles every Sunday. The preacher says there's sin right here in River City. And if you don't have it yet, it's going to come to you or to somebody in your family and all that kind of stuff. That's not what sin is It's not all. a moral
0: infraction.
1: Not at all. It's not breaking the rules. It's not breaking the Ten Commandments. It's not doing what our church says is morally wrong. It's not at all that. It's having, it's having the, it's missing the mark that Adam missed. Adam, Adam changed his mind. Believed, what? Falsely believed that God was good, that God was for him, that God was pure light. And instead he believed that, okay, now I've done something wrong. God's mad at me. Yeah. He's angry. He's going, listening to my wrongs. He's going to get me. I got to do something to get right. Mm-hmm. Well, once you go down that path, then all you you do all of these, you're subject to doing all of these other things, abusing other people, telling lies, all because you don't
0: stuff. see the truth about them. That's sin. Yes,
1: yeah. So sin, here's what sin is: sin is missing the mark of understanding the absolute truth that God is pure light with no trace of darkness. Mm. And everybody believed that from Adam's time. Up until Jesus. I mean, Jesus and Jesus nobody knows the Father, except I mean, everybody believed. We didn't inherit a sin nature. We all passed on the teaching that this is what God is like. We, we had all missed the mark. So this so,
0: darkness has been passed yeah, on.
1: Yeah. So Jesus came to show us <clears throat> the true light. <clears throat> Excuse me. He came to show us what God is really like, and he taught us that. But he showed us, he modeled it, and he did that in spades when we did the worst sin, if you will, of all in murdered him. He said, Father, forgive them, they don't know what they're doing. And that's the collective sin of the world, I believe, that Jesus took upon himself and took away. So from that point on, I mean, we we were we were all crucified with Jesus, buried with him, raised with him to to new life. I believe what that new life is certainly in large part is having the ability to understand, to comprehend that God is pure light with no trace of darkness. Hmm. So any any sin is simply missing that. And then there are, there are there are ways that we act out on that. But that's what sin is, and G- and Jesus has taken it away. I boy, I I really have. Uh, I have to struggle without getting uh, to not get upset when people talk about sin, and at the same time, people say that they that they believe what the Bible says. Plainly says, yeah, when, when he, yeah, when when he says, even in the Old Testament, that I've taken their sins as far as the east is from the west, three different times in Isaiah. I don't bring up their sins against them. I keep no record of sins. I in Second Corinthians 5, uh, 18. God the Father was in Christ Jesus, reconciling the entire cosmos to himself, not holding anyone's sins against them. Two while we were ones, still dead. Yeah, while we were still dead. Two what? or three times, two or three times in Hebrews, you know, I, I choose to remember their sin no more. What sin is there to confess? What sin is there to worry about God holding against us? What sin is there that can keep us from being in God's presence? You, you, you can't just ignore those other verses. Jesus came to take away the sin of the world, and he did. Sin's yeah. not an issue with God, period. It's not. It has no effect on our relationship with him. It has no effect on our eternal destiny. If people, uh,
0: if people meditate on just that, yeah.
1: their whole
0: world will change in oh, how man. they see people and how they behave. Because I hear yeah. you saying that what, what sin is, but in the same way, Practically, when I perceive God as different than He is, that's sin. If I perceive, and here's the worst part, if I perceive myself differently than God perceives me, that is sin, Absolutely. and then I act out that that sin. So,
1: Absolutely. yeah, like yeah, it's we not have, that complicated. We've, we've totally missed the mark of what sin is. <laughs> Great question, Mike. Thank you so much for putting that in
0: there. Holy. I didn't realize that would be a great wrap-up. Well, let me, it's almost time here. We got to wrap this up. I want to I read one quote from Francois Dutoy who gave this last week or two weeks ago. He posted this and I want to share it with you all. Uh, this is about light as well. It says this is about deconstruction, unlearning made easy, but this can be the same way. If you feel you've got darkness, watch this. You don't have to extract the drought or darkness first. Let the water or light deal with it and watch the space transform naturally. Light dispels darkness effortlessly. Oh, I just love that. That's great. We just want
1: to help God out. He doesn't need our help. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, what he requires, he provides. Yeah.
0: Paul, thank you for this time. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, Stay on for just a minute once we close off here. Uh, I want to chat with you a little longer. But uh, those who are watching online, thank you. Uh, Don't forget to comment. Uh, We'll we'll be watching the comments later and and comment as well. This is a fantastic topic. And uh, we're going to do this again sometime. I promise. This is too much fun. Paul, you're so easy to have a conversation with. With you as well, my
1: friend. Thanks for having me.
0: All right. Thank you so much for watching, everyone. Uh, It's been a great program to have a conversation with. With
1: you as well, my friend. Thanks for having me.
0: All right. Thank you so much for watching, everyone. Uh, It's been a great